1: And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right
2: now, let's start with with Shades of the
1: Afterlife with Sandra Sandra Champlain. Champlain.
2: There has been a lot coming up in my radar screen about spirit guides. You know, these beings that unconditionally love us, that were with us before we were born, that walk by our side and love us more than any human being possibly could. Yeah, those people, spirit guides. I don't think of them much, and honestly, I don't always take my own advice. Can you believe it? Well, I'm human too. However, I do believe in them. But I personally have never taken time to form a relationship with whoever that person or those people are that walk with me. But a lot has come into my radar screen, so to speak, this past week, past couple weeks actually, about spirit guides. So I thought we'd do a little bit of investigation, who they are, what they're about, what they do for us, and how we can get into communication with them. Let me start with the most recent thing that happened was this past Saturday. I had lunch with my dear friend, Roberta Grimes. Now you may know her. She is the author of The Fun of Dying. I've interviewed her on this show. She's a business attorney and a long time afterlife explorer. She's got many, many books out and she's got the website seekreality.com. She's also got the Seek Reality podcast With hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of great episodes. When we met for lunch, she was talking to me about her books and how it doesn't feel like she wrote them, it feels like she channeled them. Now, this isn't the first time I've heard that expression that people feel so much on autopilot that the words flow out of them as if someone else had written them. So, when I talked to her a little bit more about it, she spoke about her guide. His name is Thomas. And I said, quite honestly, well, I don't really know who my guides are. And she seemed a little surprised. You know me, who's been involved in afterlife research for so long. Well, she said she's developed such a relationship with her main guide, this is Thomas, that over the years, she's come to learn what is him and what is her voice speaking. We all have a soul, we are all very powerful, we can all come up with some really great things and some great ideas, and is it our soul or is it one of these spirit guides? She said with her, the voice first started coming out as her own voice, but it was these grand ideas and things that she normally wouldn't have thought of. And as time went on and through lots of conversation, inner conversation, This guide presented himself, started speaking with a more male voice as Thomas. She says the way she distinguishes now, what is her internal voice and what is her Thomas is she says it's just over her left shoulder and back. When he speaks to her, that's the area it seems to come from, this voice. And everything else that happens is within her own head. But she says he draws attention to things. He tells her what projects she needs to work on next. When she's writing a book, he's right there putting in his thoughts and his words. And she says sometimes she even has to look up the words in a dictionary to make sure they are words. And a lot of them are old words that haven't been used in a long time. Roberta is a smart cookie. She is very intelligent. She's very skeptical. And so to hear the story from her, There's credibility to it. Now, also on my radar screen here is our friend Scott Milligan, who every Friday does a demonstration of trance mediumship. And through him speaks a voice, a person, by the name of Eric. Completely different personality, voice, and everything is Scott. And I've known Scott for now about six years, and he is a completely different person than this Eric. And when Eric speaks, he speaks in an old English voice, uses words that we don't hear too much these days. And you can ask him a question about anything. He never misses a beat, never does an um, or let me think about it, or that hesitation that we do as humans. He is smooth talking. He can answer any question about life, death, and the afterlife, again, without missing a beat. So we host online classes, as you know, and one of them, Scott was talking about meeting our spirit guides. So for me, it's like, okay, here's spirit guides coming up again. And on a meditation that he did, or leading us in this sitting and quieting of the mind, he had us imagine the love from our parents or whoever is no longer walking on this earth with us, someone who is deceased and had us really envision and feel a memory of being close to them. And it is his belief, as with many others, that the way to connect with our loved ones is through the language of emotion. So closing your eyes and having a memory and really feeling the love, that kind of is the gateway to open up that conversation with them. And what they do is... You know, some of them, yes, can learn how to flicker light switches on and off and put messages on cell phones and things like that. But for most, they retain their personality. Someone who is soft-spoken and quiet and lets everybody speak before her would have been my grandmother. So it's no wonder that in all these years, since she's passed, about 14 now, that she's only come through a couple of times. That was her personality. And then you get my dad, who was, well, I don't want to say he was entertaining. He wasn't. But he was very vocal with his beliefs. I'll I'll put it to you that way. Great guy. Everybody loved him. Very, very positive. So it's no wonder he's like the first on the scene. And of course, I love them both very much. Different personalities. So, in this meditation we were doing with Scott, I imagined some time I spent with my dad. And what came first to mind is when I spent so many days holding his hand in the hospital room um, before he passed. We had such a great connection. I would bring in my computer and two headsets, and we would watch movies and tell stories and do whatever was possible to pay attention to something positive instead of him concentrating on the pain that he was feeling. I remembered those times with my dad and just that pure love that I felt for him. And it was almost like this whoosh that came through and all kinds of other memories just get implanted in my mind, almost like a slideshow. Now, my brain can't come up with things that fast. So it is trusting that this is my dad coming through. I could feel a hug. I could feel his presence. I could Feel what it was like to hold his hand. These are all very subtle things. And yes, it's easy to think this is our imagination. But like any muscle that we want to develop, we have to strengthen it. So the more times we do that, the more our loved one is like, hey, they're really trying to get through to me. Let me try for my end too. Well, during this meditation, Scott had asked our loved one to introduce us to our spirit guide. Now, I wish I could tell you that all of a sudden, voila, this most wonderful spirit guide was there with me, but it didn't happen that way. My rational brain kicked in and said, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. The way we human beings work is when we want an answer to something, something will show up in our mind, whether we put it there or the other world puts it there. So let me ask you a question right now. Think of a color and boom, you probably thought of one. I just thought of purple. Think of a number. Boom, there you got one, right? Well, my mind just came up with 14. Think of someone you love that's no longer walking this earth. Boom, there they are, right? And my mind saw my grandmother. Does it mean that my grandmother's not there? No, but something like this, when we're trying to picture something on demand, I really think our imagination can kick in. So if I were to say, imagine your spirit guide right now, you know, you may have somebody from history, Abraham Lincoln, just popped into my mind, a President of the United States. Does it mean he's not there cheering me on? Well, who knows, you know, but I don't think this is the right way to access our spirit guides. Not saying that Scott's method doesn't work. I do think the more times I relax and allow my mind to just be present and feel the love and feel that intention. Say the more times the same person starts coming in, the more times it might be, hey, you might be here guiding me. There may be many people guiding us as well. It's said that we all have a main spirit person that has walked this earth, who is there before we are born. We discuss how we're going to play this game called life, and they're the first to greet us when we return home. And it's also said that depending on what we have going on in our life, spirit guides come and go. So if you start a new project and you suddenly decide you want to paint something and you buy yourself a canvas and some oil paints and you maybe have a course online that you're following, Now there's a good chance that a spirit guide who's got some skill in art might step in. Have you ever felt like you were in the zone, so present to something that time goes by and you don't even realize it? Well, I think those are some of the times that our guides come in and that our soul is on fire in a good way. So I really want to use our time together today, investigating our spirit guides. And by the end of the episode, have a practice that we can all do to build this relationship. Now, the truth is, we may never know who they are. We may never have a name. We may never know if they're male or they're female. But what we will all know is that right by your side, standing there, with a big old smile, is someone who loves you so unconditionally, more than any human being ever has. Someone who has walked every step with you, someone who has taken every breath with you, someone who has given their soul's existence to make your life better. So again, by the end, we're going to be open to this and also start a conversation with them, an ongoing one. So we're going to go into our very first break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you some of the things I know and some of the really wonderful experiences I've had. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. With BetterHelp. Visit betterhelpcom shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E L slash shades.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
1: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
2: Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are talking about spirit guides. When I spoke earlier about Scott Milligan having this Eric who speaks through him, he's also got a Native American called Morningstar, a young fellow named Daniel, and so many more. There are what's called guides. There are also friends and helpers. I do believe there's angels and there are our loved ones. Now, I'm just thinking about angels The first thoughts I have of these spirit helpers, and maybe you experience this too, are these parking lot angels. Some being that would help you find a parking space. If you get to a busy mall or shopping center, you just ask your angel, help me find a spot. And voila, there is a spot. Now, I have done this from time to time, haven't always found a spot, but I never really gave it too much credibility. A lot of people completely believe in this. It's very possible that there are these angels helping us out, but they also may be known as our spirit guides. Now, when somebody works through Scott, through Transmedia, he says that they are his friends, not so much their guides. These are people that work with him to help spread inspiration to the masses. And that they do. They really do. They bring so much comfort and hope and really great conversations. The guides can remain more quiet in the background, but they're always there. I think just knowing that we have this team of invisible beings, these people, is amazing to me. So it's not just our guides, it is these friends that can help us with different things in life, perhaps angelic beings who have never come here before, and then, as a real bonus, our loved ones. Now our loved ones are busy, they have their lives to live, they're still learning and growing on the other side, but they are absolutely only a thought away. In fact, they can be busy doing one thing and then pop over and be with you. It's amazing some of the evidence that I hear in the demonstrations of mediumship, just how close they are and what they witness. One of the first times that I saw these friends in action and learned about trans mediumship is when I took a trip to the Arthur Finley College in the UK with my friend Darla. And Darla I had met back on a workshop years and years ago. I love her dearly. She's always interested in trying new things. And she always has a foot into mediumship and all kinds of artistic things. She's really great exploring her passions. But we decided to go to the Arthur Finley College. And it has been, oh, the building itself has been in existence for hundreds and hundreds of years. But it is the foremost place to go when one is considering psychic studies. There are different tutors there that come around each week. There's someone new. They're good-hearted people, all based in the truth that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, that our loved ones go on, and that there's a way to get in touch with them. The great Gordon Higginson is one of the people that are responsible for having the Arthur Findlay College be here present day. Old Arthur Finley, back in the day, he and Gertrude Finley witnessed some amazing mediumship and they gave their home, which is a massive mansion estate. I mean, it's huge. They gave this so that people could continue studying and learning about the afterlife. It's a beautiful old place. And if you think of the movie Harry Potter, one of those kind of places is what I think of when I think of the Arthur Finley College. When we went to the college, we went for a week. We prearranged to take... This general mediumship course. And when we got there, they divvied us up between how much mediumship experience we had. And although I had taken a few small courses in the past, I really felt like I was a beginner. You know, I still feel like I'm a beginner. Even though I've taken lots of classes, there's always more to explore. Darla was in a different class because she had more experience than I did. And we would learn how our psychic faculty works and what mediumship is. And it's using our psychic faculty. And instead of working with human to human, it's working human to someone who's no longer walking this earth. So it was pretty extraordinary I was so passionate about what I learned. That's one of the reasons why we do the online mediumship classes with the great tutors, Carrie McLeod and Philip Dykes. They've both stemmed from Gordon Higginson's mediumship and they can both teach on this way, you know, which really does tap into, I think, the best evidence that our loved ones are around. So during this class, they also offered an extra class we could do. And there were choices from trance mediumship to recordings like electronic voice phenomena and things like that. The night before, I had witnessed Eileen Davies, who's another great trance medium, do trance mediumship. And I tell you what, I couldn't even believe what I experienced. This woman sat in the sanctuary. It's kind of like the inside of a church on the altar, so to speak, and she had two ladies by her side. She closed her eyes. There were a couple of songs played. And then, yes, the voice of someone else spoke through her. It was an Asian gentleman with beautiful inspiration. The second voice that came through was a friend, more like a voice that Eileen spoke with, and she has a British accent. The third voice that came through was someone called Ula, someone who had been a slave in the Deep South, who had a really strong Southern American accent from those days, filled with personality. She was talking to the audience. Even though Eileen's eyes were closed, she could still see the people in front of her and talk to them. And it was amazing. So when I could choose an extra class, what I really wanted to choose was this transmediumship. However, because I had no experience. And I was a beginner. They put me in the class with the electronic voice phenomena and using our phones to capture lights and things like that. It was interesting. But I have to be honest with you, my heart was broken because I really wanted to explore what this transmedium ship was all about. When I returned home, though, Darla had told me about a medium by the name of Tony Stockwell. And I had not heard of him at that time. So I checked out on YouTube, and there are tons and tons and tons of demonstrations that he had done publicly when he was younger. I mean, he was right on giving information about loved ones who were deceased. Now, picture this. Deep in my soul, I want to learn more about transmediumship. And all of a sudden, I am finding out about this amazing medium called Tony Stockwell. There's a place in Rhinebeck, New York called the Omega Center where I had my first experiences capturing electronic voice phenomena and I felt like I wanted to go back. So there was just that little tug on my soul. Now, was it my spirit guide? Was it my soul speaking to me? I don't know, but I had one weekend free. I went to the Omega website to see who was teaching that weekend and guess what I saw? Tony Stockwell, teaching a class in trance mediumship. Now, I can't make this stuff up. These are the times that I feel like I'm divinely guided. And it's not just me, it's you too. Have you had times in your life that you get this pull or you've got this synchronicity that happens and you just have this feeling like I was meant to be here? Well, I felt like I was meant to go to that Tony Stockwell weekend, and sure enough, I did. It was the place where everybody was accepted, no matter what experience you had or you didn't have. And Tony talked about us all having these beings that are around us, that work with us. Guides is what he called them. And he said they can work through us. They can provide inspiration to ourselves and to others. And how important it is to build up a relationship with them. I mean, could you imagine standing by someone's side for an entire lifetime and them not even talking to you and you continually giving them love and support? And what would it be like to have that person all of a sudden say, hey, I know you're around. I can't quite see you. I don't know your name, but thank you. And to build that relationship, I think more and more and more things would come. So in the class with Tony Stockwell, we had different experiences of closing our eyes and letting Tony guide us into that place of being totally still. And then with a loving thought, whoever it is that's working with us, if they would like to step into our presence. Now, they don't take us over. They don't. It is just a blending of energies. So I'm always quite aware that I'm still Sandra. But the goosebumps would start, you know, like Patrick Swayze stepping into Whoopi Goldberg in the movie Ghost. You know, I wasn't convinced that this wasn't my imagination. There was a great exercise that we got to do. So I was with these two ladies that I didn't know. And Tony said, we want each one of you to have practice being the medium and letting someone speak through you. Now, I had never done this before, and the two ladies had, so I was a little intimidated. But I am of the thought that I would rather get something done first than sit there in fear. I closed my eyes. Tony led us to this very quiet place. He also said, you can get the ball rolling by saying, spirit wants to tell you, and then whatever comes out of your mouth. So it takes some time, so it's not as easy as just closing your eyes and These great words of wisdom come out. In fact, there are some people that are fraudulent channelers, transmediums out there that will simply close their eyes and all of a sudden speak as if there's someone else. Be wary of that. It takes a good 10 minutes or so of really having that person quiet their mind before this happens. And with that, with my eyes closed, I literally felt The presence of a woman who was wearing like a whalebone corset felt like I was wearing these old shoes from like the 1800s. I had a bun in my hair and I was older. I felt like I had a gray dress on. And it was very interesting. But again, I didn't know if this was my imagination. So I just start out speaking. I said, Spirit wants to say, And I have to tell you, it was like this whoosh that came through me. All these words started coming out of my mouth. Very, very powerful. And I kind of shocked myself. So I stopped and I opened my eyes and I'm like, okay, one of you guys goes next. Something came over me in a beautiful way, filled with power filled with almost like women's rights. That's what I would have to say, that woman felt like she was in those times. Anyways, incredible experience. So I want to tell you what happened next. But of course, we have a break. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week. visit livenation.com/concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul some 30 seconds to Mars oh and 2 Door Cinema Club
1: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest That's why it's got to be a CFP Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org
4: The wait is over
2: Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are talking about spirit guides. Where I last left this conversation was after my very first experience with transmediumship, sitting with two ladies I didn't know, closing my eyes for a good solid 10 minutes or so. And out of my own mouth came some very profound words, words that were empowering to these women about what it was to be a woman about how to stand up for themselves and things like that. Now, I couldn't pay attention to the words because if I did, the words would stop. But I certainly felt the presence of this woman as if I was wearing the gray dress and the whalebone corset and these old-timer shoes. When I opened my eyes, These women were very emotional. It was like just the words they needed to hear. And for me, it was an amazing experience, just knowing that there's people or a person this close nearby that is so empowering. Now, I wanna warn you against something because in my discoveries, there's some really great people, but there's also some crazies. I was at a conference and this gentleman really wanted to give me a reading, so to speak. And I didn't know quite who he was. I thought he was some kind of a trance medium. He sat on the couch next to me. He threw his head back. All of a sudden, he straightened up. He started staring into my eyes and making all these kind of weird gestures with his face. And his significant other was saying that he was channeling the Virgin Mary. And you know what? I just didn't quite buy it. I was freaked out. I was uncomfortable. But what did I decide to do? Because, you know, we all have that inner BS detector. Instead of backing down, what I did is I straightened up and I went right face to face with him and looked right into his eyes. The next thing you know, his eyes closed. He threw his head back on the couch. He opened his eyes again and said, oh, I'm back. You know what? For me, that wasn't proof of anything when people come through guides friends whatever you want to call them there needs to be an intelligence it cannot insult you by any means there needs to be words that touch your soul as if sent by god so to speak or the truth there should never be words that hurt you make you feel uncomfortable make you feel upset really you are a very powerful soul let things resonate within you There are people out there on the internet charging some big sums of money to do demonstrations, even private readings this way. And because it's different and unique, it's very easy for people to think it's real. But again, let it bounce off your inner BS detector. If it resonates like the truth and it makes you happy, yeah, go for it. So as my journey continued, you know, somewhere in this time, I took a trip to Banyan Retreat in the UK. And that's where I met our friend Scott Milligan and first got to see him demonstrate his trance mediumship with the different friends that speak through him. I was left with such an urge to find out more about this. So I took a course back in the UK at the Arthur Finley College took my friend Darla with me, and she took another course. And every night I would just report in on what I learned. I did the experiments between different people in the class and myself. And what I witnessed was really profound about other people having these powerful voices coming through them. I have a lot of fear within me. And as human beings, we don't want to feel stupid or look Silly or anything like that. So I think I was a little too on edge, a little too high strung to totally relax into it. But there were definitely some times working one on one with someone that I felt a presence of someone come through me and speak. Now, what the instructor said is that we are souls having a human experience. Of course, our souls are divine and they're very intelligent. And what she said is when you speak, You may think it's someone else, but it may be your own soul. So this was the first time I started thinking, ooh, I've got an intelligent soul. If you take away the part of our humanity that has the ego, right, that wants to look good, doesn't want to look bad, has all the fears. If you take away the part that thinks that this earth is all there is. And you get reconnected with that part of yourself that knows there's a bigger picture, that knows you came from a place and you're having this journey on earth, that knows that you're here to learn and you're here to grow, sees the biggest perspective of your life. Well, there's your soul. And so... Your soul is very, very wise. So, some of these times, she was saying, when you close your eyes and you do this blending and allowing someone who wishes to work through you to be able to speak, she says, sometimes it is your own soul. She says, in fact, in the beginning, that could be 99% Sandra mixed in with her soul and maybe 1% someone from the spirit world or a guide. The idea is to practice, to be comfortable, to Spend lots of time doing what's called sitting in the power, closing your eyes without expecting anything out of it. Just saying, I'm here in service. I want to learn. I want to develop. Close your eyes. Take several deep breaths. Zone out. Get to that place of of nothingness if you can with that loving intent to connect with that unseen world. And when the time is right, things happen. But in class, we did some exercises with inspirational writing. So we would close our eyes and we would do this blending and quieting down and then someone would ask a question and in our notebooks, we would just allow whatever thoughts came to mind to be written. And so with that, there were thoughts that seem, I don't want to really say divinely written, but they were pretty inspirational, I can say that. There were things that came out of my pen on paper that I too had to look up the meaning of the words. I didn't know if they were really words, but it seemed to flow when my pen was writing. And when I say when my pen was writing, I was aware I was alert But I wasn't consciously creating words. I was just allowing words that were showing up in my mind to flow through the pen and onto the paper. One thing I want to say also, I had mentioned this a little bit earlier, that people don't take us over. You know, this is a subtle blending of energies. This is not like The Exorcist or anything. (laughs) That was a movie, a scary movie. This is love coming from the unseen world, which is all love. In the 25 years I've been into this, I've never looked for, paid attention to the weird, crazy, evil things. And you know what? None of that has ever shown up. Not saying it's not out there and not saying there aren't little green men on Mars and all of those different things, but... I'm in the game of helping people through grief, helping people believe in the much bigger picture about the afterlife being real and us being powerful souls. So what we learned at the Arthur Finley College is you do not need to do a prayer of protection from evil spirits. There are none. Now, if you don't believe me, you can still do a little prayer of protection if you want. If you want to picture yourself inside of a beautiful bubble that only good loving things are there. You can certainly do that. It won't hurt anything. And with my trip to the Arthur Findlay College, I left there excited, but I almost feel like I didn't get my money's worth, not because of them, but because of my own fears. So what did I do? I booked another trip. And this time I went all by myself. There wasn't a single person there except for the instructor who knew who I was. And so I said, if not here, where? You know, this is my opportunity to really put myself in. And during our experience, every time we did an exercise, I played full out. I closed my eyes. I did my very, very best to quiet my mind. And that's what you need to do to let them latch hold of you. You know, this might be a bad comparison, but when I think of fighter jets and they're aiming a missile, so to speak, you know, they've got to lock the target. And for our spirit friend to join with us, our mind has to be quiet enough So they can like lock targets on us and be able to work with us. And again, they're just working with our energy. They're not using us. They're not taking over us. We're very much aware that we are still in body. So don't worry about that. One of the most wonderful things that happened was, well, I'll give you a few. One, we did lots of exercises of inspirational writing like I had just told you about. We did exercises where we would work with a partner and we would have the intention to blend with their loved one and write something just for them. And in those experiences, boy, I really felt like I was a mom or a dad or a child or a sister. And the words that would come out of my pen, it turned out were just what they needed to hear. There was trance healing where the spirit people can actually use our energy when we're in that special zone and send healing to another person. Something really spectacular that I witnessed was the instructor would go into trance and she would allow someone's loved one to talk through her. And again, this was kind of like the movie Ghost. But on two occasions, I saw her speaking, still her own voice but giving the most beautiful messages to the two students. One was from a mother and one was from a father. And there are things no one else could know. And it had all of us 100% in tears. That was special. And then just before we left, on the very last few hours of class, the instructor said, is there anyone here that would like to attempt to sit for the entire class? And you know what? As scared as I was, I raised my hand. So there was a group of about 25 of us in a circle, and they were all sending me loving energy, you know, as one does. And I sat there, closed my eyes with everything that I learned from class and just said, if I'm meant to be used as a messenger, you know, I'm here to serve. And after however many minutes, I just opened my mouth and said, Spirit wants to say, and what flooded out from me, was some kind of a story I'm told later about the journey of life and it was about crossing an ocean and the boat and the moon and the stars and while the words were coming out of my mouth, I couldn't pay attention to them or else the words would stop. So I would have to just pay attention to my breathing, and the words would continue. We've got to fit in a quick break, and then I'll continue. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week.
2: Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking about spirit guides. And in this last segment, what I want to do is just finish telling you that story about what happened at the Arthur Finley College. And then I want to give you some practical tips to be in touch with your spirit guide. And these tips will also work with communicating with your loved ones. All right, so to finish my story, last I left you is I was sitting in a big circle of people with my eyes closed with the intention of blending in trance mediumship and delivering some words of inspiration. So after quite a while with my eyes closed, I just said, spirit wants to tell you, and then as amazing as this sounds, words started just flooding out of my mouth. The more I tried to pay attention to the words, the words stopped. The more I went back to just paying attention to my breathing, the words continued. So we'll get into it in a minute, how important it is to be in the present moment. But I don't know how long I was kind of out of it, but I just let the words flow. And I felt very animated by a male personality, felt older to me. And what was very interesting is as, this person was telling a story through me, I very much felt my body turning and moving as if I was leaning forward, as if I was looking at every person in that circle. And I just kept turning, looking around the circle and delivering the story. Well, at some point, the story ended. I felt myself lean back in the chair. And then after some time, several minutes, I opened my eyes. And when I opened my eyes, the people in the circle were drawing their eyes. They were very touched by the words that were spoken. The instructor asked me, how was that for you? And I explained how weird it was when I tried to concentrate on the words they stopped. And she said, that was absolutely natural because we need to be in that present moment for them to work through us. And then I explained how weird it felt that I moved around so much, looking at everybody, leaning back and forth in my chair. And that's when people looked at me and they said, Sandra, you remained perfectly still that entire time. Oh, I get goosebumps just telling you that story. Because there is this love that we each have that flows through us. Why they were crying and drawing their tears is because there was a story about being a sailor on an expedition across a mighty ocean with all the ups and downs and fear and twists and dark skies and rain and giant waves and all of that. And it was to pay attention to the journey, not the destination and what we can learn from the journey. Something like that was what the message was. So, I was very moved and I was very proud of myself for raising my hand and doing something that I was scared to do. Our dreams coming true is on the other side of our comfort zone. So, the present moment is of vital importance. It's the way our loved ones get through to us, it's the way the spirit guides and friends get through to us, it's where answers come to us, it's where healing takes place, and it's hard to do. It's like building a muscle. And even no matter how much you build the muscle, it's still hard to get there. The best thing I can do for you and me to recommend that we get in touch with our spirit guides and our loved ones is to do the following practice. Now, I do think it's important that we journal this because our imagination absolutely does kick in but if we keep track of the times we sit, you'll start seeing patterns to things, or there might be a familiar face that keeps showing up, someone you don't know, someone you've never seen. And if they keep presenting themselves over and over, hmm, that might tend to be somebody who's supporting you in the unseen world. You have to have an intention. Is it a loved one that you want to work with? Or do you want to develop a relationship with your spirit guides? And while I say there could be one main spirit guide, I was reminded in between our break here when I did a little research that my instructor from the Arthur Finley College said there could be hundreds of spirit guides in one main voice. When I do the Friday trance demonstrations with Scott, what Mr. Eric says is that he speaks on behalf of many. What I think is most important is that we all realize that we have this unseen world of help available to us. And not only that, we have a very powerful soul. So to distinguish, oh, is it my spirit guide or is it my soul? Well, I don't think it really matters because I think you're going to be moved with the goosebumps with some of the results you produce. So if you close your eyes, and you can do this now, I'm going to do it quickly but you can practice this when the episode is over. You close your eyes and you set that intention. It really is just a asking from your heart that you connect with either your loved one or your spirit guide or inspirers that are in the unseen world who love you unconditionally. You set that little prayer of intention and just set it aside. And what I like to do is imagine that there's this golden light inside and as the light grows and gets brighter, just imagine it pouring out of your pores and just filling the entire room. What my instructor said at the Arthur Finley College was to imagine a very bright blue light off in the distance. And this can be the light of the universe, of God, whoever your higher power is that is just overlooking everything. And to invite in your spirit guides, And for me, I would imagine these golden lights that would just come in and settle in in the space around me, getting closer and closer and closer, and just let their lights blend with your lights. And you can say, if there is anything you want to tell me, I'm here to receive, anything you want to show me, any messages you have for me. But the important thing is to just quiet your mind. Pay attention to your breathing and just let go. And you may find doing this, there's thoughts that come in, words that come in, pictures that come into your mind. And as easy as it is to try to latch onto them and think about them, that turns off the flow of communication. So just let them come in and let them go. And when you're done, you can simply open your eyes and you could write down in your journal what you experienced. Pay attention to your feelings. There could be feelings of love that come in. Now, if you want to work with your loved one, you do the same thing. You set that intention. But what I find is most helpful is, yes, you can imagine them walking into your area of light, but also remember some of the great times you've had together, the loving times. Ignite that feeling of love that you had together, and then just sit there in the silence. You may find that there's images and more memories that come in. You may feel a hug. You may feel the goosebumps. You may feel a little kiss on your cheek or on your forehead or on the top of your head. This all takes time, and it takes practice. Remember, just like building a muscle. Another thing that I think you'd really enjoy doing is set the intention just like we did for either the loved one or for your spirit guides, but have a piece of paper or a notebook, your journal handy. And maybe you have a question you have for them. After you sit for a while, let your hand start writing. There will be some words that come into your mind. And if no words show up, you can start the ball rolling by writing down some words. But then just listen in to what words come from your soul and write them as you hear them. And you may just find what I found is that after you write them all out and read them, they are some pretty profound words. If you have the intention of working with your loved one, same thing. Talk to them, imagine their love, and write. Again, in the beginning, could be 99% you, 1% them. But the more you practice and the more you sit, the more experiences you'll have of this connection. I want to let you in on a little secret. You don't have to just do this with your eyes closed. The more you close your eyes and sit, the more it charges a battery between here and the unseen world. But during the day, keep your mind in the present moment as best possible. Try not to be distracted by thoughts. Stay in the present moment to whatever it is you're doing. And don't be surprised if... Some ideas come to your mind, some words, and remember, they're going to sound like your voice. That is the voice of the unseen world. If you're interested in exploring this more, I was at the Arthur Finley College in June of 2018, and I found in our Facebook group seven videos of what was experienced So you can follow along and you can do all of the exercises. If you're not part of our Facebook group yet, go to wedontdie.com. The top of the page says Facebook group. Join it. Once you're in it, just beneath where it says recent media, you can click on see all. Then click on videos and then scroll to the bottom. I have really long hair in these videos. And so you'll see me with the long hair and also with my eyes closed. And you'll see those are the videos from June, 2018. You may also want to go to Amazon and type in Tony Stockwell spirit guide. He's got a great audio download that you can get. And he also has a great trance CD. Also every Friday you can witness Scott Milligan doing this trance speaking And also join him and myself on one of our live classes that happen every week. And of course, we have our free Sunday gathering with a medium demonstration online. If you need more details and you can't find them at wedontdie.com, just send me an email, sandrachamplain at gmail.com. I just want to remind you that around you is so much unseen love from your loved ones, from your guides, And you have a very divine soul working on your behalf also. So let's all just build that relationship with those that love us that are right next to us. I want to thank you for listening and we'll talk again soon. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.